Well, to end this month of college basketball, I mean, we had the tournament, and I kind of want to put a bow on it by bringing on the two main folks that you mentioned that you might have heard a lot about on my CUNY Adaptive Conversations with Ryan Martin, Malkeet Singh and Destiny Murray, the OGs from the HVS years, are on me right now to recap not only Texas, but the first year of CUNY Adaptive's wheelchair basketball. And uh, guys, welcome on to uh, my podcast. So uh, talk to me. What was that trip to Texas like, uh, first of all? Um, so one thing I could say, it was a good experience to actually have the opportunity as a new program to go down to show off our program, um, to play against different teams and see the different levels there is and what we have to do as a team to come back and um, be strong with. So, like, learn new skills and, um, you know, be ready for a stronger competition. And Malki? Yep, uh, to add on to that, actually, it shows us, um, it gives us the opportunity to show where, we, where we're at for our first-year program, and hopefully, like, we could have done better, like, overall, given the experienced players we have, but I think we did pretty much a good, actually a solid job to show that we're um, a good team that can make progress. All right, I've got to ask you this because not only did you guys make an impact uh, at the CUNY level uh, and the national level, but I think it hits home with Viscardia. I'm hoping that that influences kids coming out of Viscardia to join CUNY Adaptive. Is that in the works at all? Can you guys elaborate on that at all? Or? Um, for me, I would say yes um, because now that Viscardia has this new program, um, it gives more opportunity for them to see because we're being advertised and um, with our coach, you know, going out, talking more about the new program, it can help, um, like, when uh, some of the kids say, oh, they want to go to school to play ball, they know exactly which schools to, like, apply to so they could come and play for our program. Um, But, yeah. How about you, Maki? What What are you hearing? Yeah, I can agree with that, what Destiny said, but it can give a, um, like, usually a lot of kids uh, think that just playing at Viscardi will be the end of it, or but now they have the actual option to take it further. And even if they don't come to CUNY, they can see, like, the teams that we played against gives them options for colleges as well, out of state. There's a lot of kids like usually like to go out of state for school. So it gives them other options as well. All right. This was the first year as we've been talking about basically all the time here on this podcast. And it really isn't though, because this was formed pre-pandemic, pandemic hits. So Destiny, as someone who I could say was the creator of all of this, I mean, you brought the vein of Viscardi into CUNY with this idea are you? How impressed are you that you guys all meshed uh, at the right time, just out of a pandemic? It's it's quite remarkable if you think about it. Yes, it is. Um, to be honest, I did not think the program would have made it this far um, because, like I said, it was just an idea that was on the table already. But I was basically the spoke 
person forward, and that was something that I enjoyed playing at Biscardi. And you know, everyone in my family is a ball player. So for me to go to college, and the college that I was in, which is Hostos Community College, is known for their basketball team. To not have a disabled or a wheelchair basketball team for people with disability. Um, I felt some kind of way, so I was just like, you know, I want to play. And they were just like, the coach that I spoke to, he was like, oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but, you know, our basketball team is for able-bodied. And no is not an answer for me. So that was my opportunity to take that no and turn it to a yes. And now we have the CUNY wheelchair basketball team. Uh, and you guys face some Division One squads, which we have to talk about for a minute because uh, – some people on the outside looking in like, oh, this is inspirational. This is great. They're in wheelchair. No, you guys are competing, okay? The, the outside might think it's inspirational. You're competing, and you're competing against Division Ones. What was that like? Uh, um, well, for starters, like, you always hear, like, you'll always hear programs such as, like, University of Alabama, um, University of Missouri, Illinois. And for us to be a first-year program out of New York and to compete with these teams, it's like we're trying to be at that level. We're, we're actually going to hopefully next year get make CUNY known as a team that, while wow, this is actually a team that can be in that same competitive level as Alabama. Absolutely. And you guys had a really good trip down to Texas, and I think – you both showed that, yeah, you're here to play. I mean, it was obvious. I got to say, women keeping Arizona very competitive. It was uh, it was a very interesting eye-opening trip. And eye-opening because, you know, for us growing up in Viscardi, we may not have known there was that kind of outside world uh, of wheelchair basketball. I mean, did you guys know playing as kids at Viscardi, yeah, this was something beyond? Or did this open your eyes to that, wow? Look how much of a community this is that a little school on the island, we love it, but there's so much more to it that we can uh, tell people about, that this is a huge community nationally. Well, for me, I would say um, after graduating from Viscardi, I didn't think uh, that there was going to be a program that I could continue to play ball in. Um, I had stopped playing ball for two years, and then um, like I knew there were programs, but I didn't know like how to go about to tap into the program and join or sign up. How about you, Malkita? Did, um, did it open your eyes at all? I mean, I know you went to Edinburgh, but... Uh, yeah. So actually, I was the, kind of the opposite because um, while I was playing at Biscardi, um, I was actually playing for a travel team known as the Long Island Lightning, currently known as the New York Long Fury. So um, while... Rec uh, playing at Viscardi is kind of like a recreational level for me because that Fury, that Lightning Fury team was already prepping us for college level, uh, collegiate level basketball from playing there. Like, because I already knew about Edinburgh. I was actually um, trying to get to go to Illinois since the eighth grade, but I mean, I think it was a change of plan for me, but. Yeah, but I knew, knowledge-wise, I knew about these programs from the from them. 
Wow, Illinois, that's pretty uh, pretty uh, bold, and that, that just shows how forward-thinking you are. And I'm sure that forward-thinking for both of you, I mean, Destiny, I, I don't know if you want to talk about the future on on this team for you, but what forward-thinking do you have? So I have uh, three more semesters left to continue playing. And, and but how about you, Marquis? What about your forward thinking on this team? Based off the like, like I said earlier, like based off of like how our team had the experience level, I was kind of looking for at least like a third or fourth place finish in our first year, given the talent and the experience level we have. There's a lot of us actually played um, on the same team before CUNY was even formed like half of the team, and then the other half we would actually be playing against. It was practically like two rival teams being forming together to make one college thing. Destiny, I want to ask you that. So forward thinking as a sophomore, where do you want to see this team go in the next couple of years? And what impact do you want to leave? Uh, not only as, a, mainly as a player, but sure, as the sort of creator of all of this, where, what impact do you want to leave behind as you, when you do move on to, to to the world outside of Cutie Adapted. Speaking on behalf of the girls, since we only have five girls, three of us were new, well, four of us were new to the team. Um, I honestly feel like we are going to make it um, with this program. One thing I can say is that I would want this program to still be um you know, out there for us as CUNY students, incoming students, even for like when we graduate, we could come back and recruit, like help with recruiting. Um, it gives us the opportunity to, you know, speak more on our program and be advertised more. You do mention the five girls and there is apparently a shortage of, of on the women's side of players so but as you guys can see we didn't let that you know stop us sure. we still fought with just five of us we know that we need more girls on our team but just with the five of us and learning the drills it's not easy but to be able to learn our drills and then take it down to nationals and play some of them which was for me i felt good about it um you know, it's just more to our program. When you see these, or when you play these organizations like the Liberty or the Rolling Knicks, I mean, are you, were you surprised going into that? Wow, here's the New York Knicks, a, you know, an, a, a franchise icon in New York and NBA, but they're also leaning to the adaptive community. I mean, the fact that these programs are sanctioned by these teams, it says a lot about the progress of wheelchair basketball, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And one thing I can say from when we were pra from practicing to actually having games at hostels to going down to Texas to play and then to go to um, Illinois and playing there, for me, going on the court, I'm always nervous. But once the game starts, I'm like, okay, if they're going to push fast, I'm going to push fast. I use the opposite team as motivation. So when I come back home from each trip we went on, I could say, okay, this is what I need to learn. This is what I need to do better. This is what I want to focus more on. And Malki, what about you? What, how impressed are you that these organ? Because, I mean, as a basketball fan, too, it's like, wow, a team we grew up watching has now sanctioned adaptive basketball. What's that like for you? 
Well, like I said, playing on this Lightning and the Fury team, I, I knew about the Roman Knicks being and plus like being a defending champion for Division One. They made the championship game at least like the last six or seven years. So, and being playing against them, it kind of was a set like motivation and where you want to be with your individual level and to maybe get CUNY to that level as well as a whole, like, because they have two of the best players being Pat Anderson and Steve Serio, which is the captain of Team USA. So it's like they build their team around those two specifically. And we're playing them kind of, like, inspire us to where we want to be one day. CUNY, uh, one thought on CUNY is that they they made this whole year possible for you guys, and uh, it's quite remarkable that the city university of new york has expanded their outreach you know their arm into this uh with regards to them i mean how excited and thankful for them are are you guys that yeah they were really involved with this and stepped in and did what they could to make this possible this year so for me i would just would like to say thank you to cuny because cuny was uh i remember going back to day one when I was speaking on behalf of this program and being the voice of it, and I'm just, you know, I'm happy that they were able to help me and the rest of my teammates that I play with now and who's coming in the future to help us get this program actually lifted up off the ground. So thank you. That's great. Malki? Yeah, Yeah, being um, like a student with a disability as well, like, um, in a state like New York, where there's people with disabilities all over, it actually gave us um, the opportunity, like, that they show that there's a whole program that's actually supportive and motivates us to want to be here and actually impact the program and have a solid um, future for it. All right, one last thing to the parents that are maybe listening to this and, uh, like even Viscardi parents, and they're worried about what what their kid do, kid could do next uh, outside of Viscardi or not playing adaptive sports. What's your message to them? I mean, they're always a little more nervous than the kid. I think that there might be not nothing after. So now that they know that, well, what's your message? Well, my message would be, um, you don't have to worry. Your kid, your child will be safe if they, you know, sign up with our CUNY program. We. We're, our CUNY program is more of a big family. We're all like brothers and sisters to one another. When someone is down, we cheer them up. And I'm speaking off my behalf because coming to practice some days, not being in a mood or like having a midterm or an exam, and I like, oh, I didn't do good. I could come to practice and know that whatever I was going through during the day or what happened before I got there, I could put it behind me because I know my peers is going to cheer me up. And, you know, it's time for me to focus more on the sport. And even though I have my brothers and sisters around me, they're there to push and motivate me. So they'll be able to do the same thing if your child was to come to our program. Amen. And, and Malki? Um, oh, yeah. To add on to that, it's like, this part is not... Just not Viscardi's not the end of it. It's just uh, CUNY will be an opportunity to extend your family 
it's an extended family to begin with that. And actually, although we are a sports program, our our coach always tells us that it's the end goal is to get that degree. Yes. As well. And so one. You can further your academic levels while having your athletic level be um, making progress as well. Well, I know CUNY Adaptive had a, like a, a team, 3.4 GPA, if I'm not mistaken. That's pretty incredible. So yeah. kudos to you guys for that. And Malki, we didn't we didn't mention this yet. You are a grant winner. Uh, congratulations! If you want to weigh in on that really quickly. Uh, yes, um, I actually uh, applied for an, um, a grant for a new sports chair with uh, RGK Wheelchairs. And I actually surprised. I wasn't actually sure if I was going to get approved, but I actually did. So hopefully, I'm actually in the progress of talking with the vendor to um, be have my chair customized and should be ready within the next few months. Well, that's very exciting, guys. Uh, I, I loved having you on, and we will be uh, posting this shortly and, and come back soon as practices kick up again. We'd love to have a check-in uh, down the road here. Before we close out, I just want to give a big shout-out to Ryan Martin saying thank you for everything that you have done with this program um, and what you will be continuing still working on as a program. Um, and I just want to say thank you for all the support. Beautiful. To add on to that, yeah, uh, everything, our team success starts with our coach. So to have someone that played at every level in the NWBA, motivates every single one of us to where we want to be one day that's awesome and of course he'll be on the sidelines in the coming years and and building that program up with you guys so congrats on being the first team and uh now you got the torch to carry on on to the teams you know in the coming years so congratulations on that opportunity as well thank you